I got to keep you on the screen. I got the producer here with me. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to just do it like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It doesn't matter. I'm so happy. I'm hyped. These two guys are two of my favorite guys. So I'm hyped. Thank y'all for watching Relism Sports Talk on YouTube. Listen on Spotify. Check us out on Facebook. At Relism Pod on Twitter. Relism Sports Talk on TikTok. This is episode 179. 179. My man Chris from the Relism family, we thinking about you, your families, and our thoughts and prayers. Um, speaking of the Relism family, yo, Drew, mad love for you. No matter what you do, you always keeping us in your thoughts. Big ups to you. Brandon, you always giving me your time. I appreciate you. All the patrons that help with the show, always love for you guys. And all the new subscribers, yo. This new job, I'm getting mad new subscribers out here. Anthony, he's a Heat fan. Sorry, sorry, we got to talk about your team in a negative light with my man Nico and his team beating y'all. But y'all still on the rise. We have a lot to talk about. Jason, who's a fellow Mets fan of mine. And Darren, he's a Raiders fan. So you can you can be with him. You know what I'm saying? He's, he was saying the same things you were talking about, about moving to Vegas. I don't know. Um, and all my Slurpee family, you know what I'm saying? Melissa, Kelsey, Josh. Josh, I'm going to shout out your show on the Raw show because your show is kind of explicit. <laughs> And then Ethany, appreciate y'all all supporting me, supporting the channel and everything else. I don't know what we're doing with the Commanders as much, but I'm keeping faith and love that we're going to keep doing things so I can keep supporting them. we got new owners, so hopefully things can keep going the right way. Love for the Black Mamba right there and all the love for my mama right here. We talking basketball, so we got my man Darren from at Fat Boy Fade Away and his co-host was going to be on here talking. My man Tyler, we love you and miss you Tyler. Darren right there and then Nico from Far Into the Bench Podcast who is a Nugget fan. So he that's why you see that yeah, that mustache is going like this right now. So he's he's doing it right, right. here. Look, 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 I love it. I love it. I love it. Hey, but fellas, on Relics on Sports Talk we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to the local talent to the big time storyline. That shit was weak. I know y'all were on vacation. My man was in Disneyland. He's still hungover from his <laughs> vacation. Can I get another one, fellas? You know what I'm saying? I miss you guys. I genuinely miss you guys. Can I get one All more? Right. On Relative right. Sports Talk, we talk about sports from Hall of Famers to local talent to the big, big time storyline. Story. Yes! I love you guys. Let's go. Today, we talking all basketball. Of course, we're going to talk about the Nuggets, their first chip. Players going everywhere, and all of a sudden... People trying to keep up with the Nuggets, you know what I'm saying? This is crazy. We got the draft tomorrow night, which trades can be happening as we speak. Uh, we're going to talk about doors closing on different teams, whether they open, close, or whether there's a screen door there. Uh, we're going to see who's really contenders. Of course, we're going to give love to the Nuggets because my man Nico's out here. But, Darren, your Warriors, we're going to be talking a lot about them. Who's going to stay? Who's going to go? Who's coming to join my team? You know, we got a lot to talk about, fellas. Y'all ready? Look at that smile on Nico's face. I can say anything to him, yo. He's going to keep smiling. I love that shit. Uh, like, it really does. <laughs> I, I look, like, last time I was on the show, I got so much shit for not winning shit. And guess what? We won shit. You got we that now, shit, baby. Okay? Yeah, I got so much crap for being like, your team's never done anything. Blah, blah, blah. You don't think I've heard that my whole life? And guess what? We fucking won shit. And now I can talk my shit. So, yeah, this smile has not been off my face 
since Monday night at 11 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time, and that because that's when when the craziness was going on downtown. So yeah, I vibes are immaculate. I hope I hope the vibes was going more crazy than y'all's post game celebration because everybody was like this. But anyway, anyway, you know, you still don't relish some sports talk. I'm going to give sorry, you a little NBA bit. Sorry, champions over Nuggets. That, that's how you refer to this team. Uh, and, and I'm still going to give you a little Toronto bit, Nika. I'm going to give you a little bit. The team that swept your team? You guys didn't uh, win hey, swept them. Games? You swept LeBron. That's Four all I'm going to say. You Four swept games? LeBron. Four games? <laughs> like, they didn't get a game, I think, right there? I think that was Do I remember that correctly? Like, we, we beat you twice at home? I'm happy about it. You don't remember me talking about that? I'm happy about it. I don't want LeBron or Steph getting another ring at all. And I'll say it again and again and again. I'm happy for you, bro. So, Nika, I'm going to start with you. Your team first chip. You've already given me a little bit. As you were watching, when you realized that it was really going to happen, just give me, where were you? What did you do? And what happened the days after that? Just just give me some of that. I want to just hear some of this. So, so for the for the, uh, for if you want to hear a full breakdown, obviously we had a show coming out today uh, on Wednesday with a full breakdown as well. But I'll give you a quick snippet. I was at the game Monday night. I uh, I was traveling for work the whole week before, so I wasn't able to go to wing game one and game two. Um, I wasn't able to go to game five. That's the reason why we lost game two was so that I could be there for game five. And, um, we could have swept them, but we decided to take it easy and decided to win at home court. Uh, that's the side of the fact. I was there at game five. Um, me and my dad were sitting there. Um, we uh, we're wearing our normal seats. We have a bunch of it's basically a motley crew of people. We have a couple guys to our right that I made friends with. A couple uh, father son behind, that sits behind us. A couple people that sit across the aisle because we're on the aisle that have been to nearly every single game all season. Um, we obviously my dad has season tickets. We we I go I go to the stupid games on Tuesday night at eight thirty p.m. when we play Orlando Magic. That's how dedicated I am watching this team. Okay, <laughs> so so we've all been through it all, and it was cool being a part of that. But look, it it it, it did not feel real. Like it, it's it did not hit, feel real at all until like I, I I think until like Jamal started crying on the screen. To be honest with you, like it, it it really like it was like. I cannot believe this just happened. Like, 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 like. Here, seeing the trophy come out, seeing the the the, the uh, Bill Russell MVP Finals MVP trophy coming out, mm-hmm. seeing all that, it didn't hit me until like they started saying they started talking to Yoke. Start they pulled Jokic's dog on the stage. They, they they started talking to Jamal. Like that's when it started hitting me, being like, "Holy shit, we're the we're the best team in the world with the best player in the world, and we and and, and this little flyover state in the Rocky Mountains." Like that, that is it's just so wild to me. Like all the feelings of of going through. Like uh, uh, there, there's one term if you live in Denver Nuggets Nation that that has lived through our lives through whole through our whole entirety. It's called Nug Life. <laughs> I'll I'll walk you guys through this. I walked through this on our show, but I'll walk you guys through it again. It is the epitome of having a glimpse of hope, then all being shattered to pieces within a calendar and a, a, two calendar years. So it goes back 1995. It's Kevin Mutombo first eight seed to beat a one seed, knocking off the. We're not talking about Sonics. that. Go ahead. No, 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 no. It, it, it builds up. It builds up. It builds up. That following year, less than a calendar and a half year later, the Denver Nuggets decide they are not going to sign to Kevin Mutombo. He walks in free agency. 
goes into depths of hell, basically, of Nuggets life until 2003 when Carmelo Anthony gets drafted. 2009, Carmelo Anthony, Chauncey Billups, and coming to get to the Western Conference Finals. Lou, Anthony Carter doesn't know how to throw an inbound pass. Who did they lose the to? Finals, lost in the Western Conference Finals. To who? Team, and, 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 and lose that season, obviously. The next season, Carmelo Anthony demands a trade, gets traded to New York. Depths of hell again. Money. Depths of hope dead. Fast forward ten years or ten years later, twenty twenty. You get to the bubble. You go. You beat the the, the Jazz after coming down for three one. You beat the Clippers after coming down for three one. You lose to Lakers in who? the lost to who? finals. I'm aware of this. this is a no, I, I couldn't theme. hear you. I'm sorry. I got other background noise. And 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 then what happens? Less than a full year later, Jamal Murray tears his ACL on. Darren's home court and, and Golden State. It is the epitome, this franchise and this fan base is the epitome of having a slight glimpse of hope and then being shattered to pieces less, less than a year later. And, and that embrace of all Nuggets fans everywhere and that sigh of relief being like, God damn, we fucking want it. Like, like it, it, is, it is a feeling that I will never, ever forget. Well, I'm glad that Nico got to get that out on Relative Sports Talk because I appreciate you. You deserve that moment. Nico, you deserve that I moment. Did. I did. You deserve did. that moment. I, you know? hate to, I hate to toot my own horn. I really don't years. do it that often. You deserve- uh, I'm only 25 years old, but I've been wearing Nuggets gear until since I was born. I had a basketball in my hand since I was born. I, I grew up watching the Kimbe, obviously Melo and Chauncey, and obviously now the best player in franchise history, best team in franchise history, now unfold in front of me. Like it, it like I, I popped a, I smoked a fucking victory cigar just for the hell of it. Like there's not very moments you pop well, a victory cigar. It's probably when you get married, when you have a kid, and probably who know who knows. What I don't know, Nico. I mean, you are in Colorado, so I think that cigar might have had a little something in there. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't as know. As far as my employers who listen to my <laughs> so you were at the game when they did you get any of the confetti or anything? Huh? You, you get confetti or oh, something to bring? Your ass. I, I look, I've, I've spent a stupid amount of money already on stupid shit. Like, I kid you not, I bought, I found newspapers, I found Sports Illustrated articles. I was on the ground with my hand, with my hands grabbing fucking confetti off the ground. Right, that's what I'm saying. Something in my pocket. I got it in my ba- in a little Ziploc bag. I have it all saved already. Um, behind me, um, like I said, w- when we got to the game, I was like, the first thing I wanted when I got there, I was like, let's go to the store. I want to get the files patch, right? The little files patches go on, go on my jersey. So we walk in. I'm like, I'm not going to buy anything else because I know I'm about to spend a stupid amount of money if we win. <laughs> so, so, so I just bought the files patch, and then the game obviously happened. We're losing. Crazy, and then I've, look, there was never a really a feeling of doubt that we're going to lose this game. Yeah. It was like, a, you know what? We'll find our way. We will find our way, and, and they found their way. Um, and, and like I said, after the game, my dad and I, I, I said this story on the show that came out today as well, but we, we go, first thing we do when we walk out of the stands and, and out of, the, re, uh, out of the, the main bowl was I see the store, and I'm like, holy shit, they're selling the shirts. We walk right to it, and, and we grab the shirts, <laughs> grab that, Got grab you. a chain, grab all the shit. Hold on. Uh, I'll grab the chain after uh, I finish talking about it. Grab a chain, grab the shirt. Grab all that shit, and it's funny because the guy in front of guy standing in front of us, we're talking about, oh, you know, how long, 
my dad's been a season ticket holder for 35 years. Mm. And the guy in front of him was saying, yeah, my parents have been season ticket holders for 40 years. My dad had like, passed away two or three years before. And mm. like being a part of that, being like, you know what, he never got to realize that, but my dad did. Like it, it, it's that little bunch of awesome. like, holy shit. Like it's, 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 it's chill. It's goose, it's goosebumps making like winning that first one. And it will, it'll never, it'll never happen again. You're right. It won't and, ever and, happen again. I, we'll like, talk about that. And it'll never happen again. Like I, I, I hope to God that we can win another championship eventually, but nothing will ever top my experience at that game. Like I, I, I don't know if I'll ever go to a Super Bowl. I've been to a Santa Cup final. I've been to a World Series. And look, nothing, and I mean nothing, will ever beat that experience of being at Game 5 with That's the trophy awesome. with, my t- with my favorite team winning it yeah, in my life. Like I, it, it was unreal. That's an awesome moment. All I ask for, can you just give me one piece of confetti? Can you give me one piece? No, fuck out of here. Just one. No, one no, of no. the little pieces, man. One piece. You can't send me one piece so I can showcase and no, rep no, you. No, 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 no. I'm keeping every single one piece, bro. One piece. I'll grab the bag because I got it behind me. And I'll grab the bag. I'll grab the chain I got. But I'm t- I'm keeping everything. I keep everything, dude. I keep everything. All right, that's fair. That's fair. All right, so Darren, as as he's talking yeah. about, um all his love and everything for his team. I compared them previously to the Pistons of old and to the Spurs, you know, having that one star and, and pieces around a good organization and whatnot. As a Golden State Warrior fan, I looked at your team in the beginning kind of the same way. Like, Steph was a focal point. Clay came on. Drake, Draymond came on. You know what I mean? Did you Do yeah. you appreciate a team like Denver winning the way they won as a homegrown team, kind of like your team was minus the KD yeah, stuff. We'll get to that later. Yeah, no, that's the one thing. I I've always liked Malone. Like I told I told you in the last time I was on with you, I've always been a big fan of him as a coach. I, I always rooted for him, even when he went to Sacramento for like a year or two, whatever he was there. But you're right, they are homegrown. I never really thought about the Pistons, but that's actually a pretty good example of a team that has him. And then they have that window when the league is kind of not down, but there's an opening there, and they take advantage of that window there in that sense. That's a good. That's a good call there. Yeah, I, I think it's easier to root for teams that are homegrown, grown, yes. right? Like I remember when the Warriors got Durant, right? It was like, well, all the love that love went away fast. Like you know what I mean? So like, I think there's that part of the fan that makes that come true. And it was funny listening to Nico there because I was I did a podcast this week, basically the opposite end, talking about the A's for 30 minutes. Oh, and what I'm saying is like, what I'm saying is I respect the emotion and the like. It's hard to describe what these teams mean to us, and you know that as a as a Commanders fan, like, you go through such these bad stretches that you appreciate the good ones a little bit more yes. when they happen. And they're all part of the journey of being a fan of these teams. So it was really cool uh, just get your perspective on that. And that's how I feel about the Nuggets in general. Is like, I told you, I think, last time on, I see them dominant for three more years. Like, that's their window. It doesn't mean they're going to win three in a row, but I feel like that's their window is three years. Well, since you said that, that's a good segue. I like that. You know what I'm saying? They're going to think we rehearsed all this stuff. Well, we freestyle all this, baby. So, as a Laker fan I am, you know, we've had a, I mean, a couple dynasties, you know what I'm saying? We've had a couple of them, you know what I'm saying? As a A Warriors fan, you've had your little dynasty, too. Denver, Nico. I mean, Darren already said you got a little window of three years, maybe, possibly. Do you see this opportunity that Denver could have a dynasty type. You weren't very positive uh, in the beginning talking about, well, we might not ever win another. I don't know. 
Jimmy, hey, be honest with you, Terrell. Like I, I because it never happens. Right. <laughs> Plain and simple. Like like it, it, until you it, the first one to the hardest one to win is the first one. Plain and simple. Yeah, and, 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 and look, you look at the landscape of the NBA, and you can landscape mm-hmm. this team. But these five, the five stars for this team will not only be on the team next year, but will be on the team the following year as well. Yes. The, 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 the main four, KCP is the one who has the player option after next season, not this, not this upcoming season, but one after. Um, the main core of Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Jokic, and Jamal Murray all are locked up until I believe locked 2025. Up. And they're young. And, they're very, and look, Jokic is 28, Jamal is 27. Like, yeah. like, there's, there's, there's not a better window you will ever see, plain and simple. And look, with the new CBA and everything that's coming out, is Talbot Booth has done an excellent job. He realized, look, it's not, it's gonna be very difficult to do what the Phoenix Suns are trying to do right now, and that's buy themselves a championship. And, and look, I have no love lost for the city of Phoenix because because of all the shit that they fucking ran up my ass for a four zero sweep. Here they are, Cancun on three. Look, certain things are sweeter when it's built, not bought. Is all I would say. Yes. And Terrell, you should know that too. Okay. Uh, yes. And, and look, when, when when you talk about this window, it's the pieces that are going to have to come around. Because you look, Jokic is on a trajectory of talking about being an all-time great. That's what we're. Oh, that's what we're. That's what we're. Fifteen. Yeah, exactly. We're t- Remember, I told you that. I said that's at the end of the day. That's where I think he will be in that. Talk. With a championship. That, with a championship, possibly two or three. More. He, he got at least two or three. More. He is in the conversation. Either either way, that's the conversation we're having with him right now. Okay. Look at the rest of the conversation. Jamal Murray never had never been an All Star. Has never been an All Star. Eric Gordon never been an All Star. Michael Porter Jr. never been an All Star. All these guys are so young and raw in their development. That they can take that there's another level to them. That's the scary part. And look, when it comes to the playoffs, you know what you're gonna get out of your big five. You know you really are. You know what you're gonna get out of your boys. But like the reasons one of the main reasons why we won this year were obviously because of Bruce Brown, because of Christian Brown, because of Jeff Green, hell, because of DeAndre Jordan for his three minutes he played in game five. Like, it's, it's those little pieces that that, that that slide in that fit in perfectly. Obviously Bruce Brown is a guy who who could be resigned this offseason, could be not. You have to retool because, look, when you get to a point where you're, you're in the playoffs, you have to be able to set up for success. People can go on and on about how the how easy of a route it was. Just because we made it look easy doesn't mean it was easy, okay? And how easy it was. This is why we faced an 8 seed, a 4 seed, and an 8 seed. And an 8 seed, 4 seed, 7 seed, and an 8 seed was because we were the number one seed. We were the best team in the Western Conference. You worked your ass off all regular seasons to get yourself to a point where you every single series comes through one mile above sea level. If you're able to do that consistently throughout the playoffs, it is very difficult, especially when you're playing teams that have they're on their hundredth game after a game seven, like Miami was doing. Right. Like you are when you come play in Denver, it is a disadvantage to you completely. Well, yeah, you and explained everything thing. this year, Nico. You explained everything how you did this year. I'm talking about dynasty. You're gonna have to do no, this saying, continually. You're doing that consistently. Do you consistently have? Are you confident? Oh yes, I'm confident this team will be a top two seed, if not number one seed again next year. Playing dynasty. Dynasty. Look, I am not Without going Bruce to Bradley. sit here. I am not going to sit here and call team dynasty. I will not. Because because dynasty no, is a word that is, that is used for a, a rare error. Your a coach is error. all liquored up talking about dynasty. Your well, coach is liquored up doing it. Like up. He's liquored up talking about he's LeBron's daddy, and we're going to get another one. Liquored up, coach. 
Right or wrong? You enjoyed that, didn't you? I did. Yes. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. Darren. Our, our, our Darren. radio host here in Denver said that. Darren. Look up who said it. It wasn't Michael Malone that said, I'm, your, I'm the Lakers' daddy. It was the radio host. It wasn't host even 11 o'clock Western time. He was liquored up. He was liquored up like the punter for the Colts when Peyton Manning okay. called his ass out. You know what I'm saying? Darren, as a team they that had a song. dynasty, had a dynasty, yeah. do you think, because you keep yeah. on giving love for Denver like they could continue on with the dynasty. Is this something that you foresee? I don't think they will. I just think there's a window. But I why not? Why not? I, think I don't. Okay, I've nobody. If you've ever listened, I've never. I, I'm not the biggest Gordon fan in the world, but I do feel like he's found a niche with Jokic in that. Yeah. Game. So I don't trust him as a regard going. Hold on, hold on, Darren. Hold on, hold on, Darren. Hold on. I want to hear oh, Darren. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I want to hear everything you're going to say, Darren. But out of the team, yeah. we're talking about Denver's team. The one person you picked yeah. out was Aaron Gordon. Of all the people to pick out all the problems that yes, certain people can have, yes, because Aaron Gordon yes, learned his role and elevated in that role. Well, because it's, to me, it's too obvious if I say Jokic or Murray. Like to me, we both know that if they're not there, they're not winning a championship. So to me, the third guy it always falls on Gordon, or we could say Porter Jr. I guess okay. if you want to say those two guys. But I don't want to say injuries. I, I'm saying Gordon because he's paid like he's one of the best players on the team. He's so, paid I'm less so, than the other three. To count. No, no. To counter argument to you, Aaron Gordon was paid like that to guard Carthy Towns, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Jimmy Butler, back to back to back. Three out of four of them are pussy. So, (laughs) I didn't think Gordon was smart enough to play to understand his role enough to win a champion. Like, there's levels to winning these in players, right? You know that because there's levels to your greatness and like your understanding. Like, just because you make the Western Conference champion, you're a hell of a player. I remember you. But there's certain levels to to these things, and that's where he falls in my regard. It's like I didn't think Gordon could get to the aspect where he understood. If I just backcourt and freaking cut every time, I'm going to be good. I'm, if I don't, because last year in the playoffs against the Warriors, he was terrible. He was god awful against the Warriors last year. He so was the second that. option last year. He right, exactly. That's option. my point. It changes he everything. Be the second option when you have the best well, point guard center duo in the NBA. Exactly. Like, simple. Like, like, like. Look, Aaron Gordon's role is simple. Guard the other team's best player, and if you get us more than 10 yeah, points tonight, he's not there, you guys problems. aren't going to win, though. I agree, but he's not that's why I think he's That's why I think he's important. Will he have a drop-off? Or can he be like Iguodala and stay consistent, understand? I think he will. I think he will. Uh, honestly, out of out of Denver's team, other than Jokic, obviously other than Jokic, he's somebody I consistently will say, I got faith in to play his role. You know what I mean? Because he's never had no issues. He's he's tried to be a one for Orlando. Then he tried to be a two for Orlando, and now he's he's comfortable being a three or four. He's comfortable being what he is. You know what I mean? So so going going further with it, going further with it. We saw the Heat and big ups to my man Anthony, who's a Heat fan. The Heat came a little short, but does does the path that both teams played to get to where they got to? Diminish anything for the Nuggets, Nico? Because we talk about the Lakers winning in the bubble. Then we talk about the Spurs winning the championship with a shortened season. I know you're a Nuggets fan, but do you think that other people are going to say, look what Miami had to get to, and you already brought it up earlier, and look what y'all had to get to. You know what I mean? Does that diminish diminish anything at all? You can diminish it all you want, but the fact of the matter is, there was four Hall of Famers that that was beaten in this run. Four. Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, LeBron James, Eric Spolstra. 
all beaten in this run. You can diminish it all you want, but when you beat it, when you go 16 and 4, there is no denying you were the most dominant team. Plain and simple. There, we had a team cheering on in the Phoenix Suns, getting more than one win against us. Now, you can say this was a bad run, but you are put, you are told to beat people in front of you. It's not my fault Milwaukee lost. I, it's not my fault that Philadelphia is a bunch of bums. It's not my fault that Boston couldn't come back from 3-0. And it's hell. It's not my fault you're, you're, the Warriors couldn't beat the Lakers. Or it's not my fault that the Memphis Grizzlies were frauds. Look, it's plain and simple. You beat people in front of you. And four Hall of Famers were beaten in this run. Four. Okay? Like you, could have like the argument, you could have the argument that Devin Booker could be one. You could have the argument that Rudy Gobert with as many uh, defensive MVPs, he's oh. a French Hall of Famer. You could have the argument that Jim Butler, it could be a French Hall of Famer down the road. Is I, he I, even I, a superstar? Is he I'm even a superstar? I'm not calling them Hall of Famers. I'm saying you can have the argument later down the road. But there, without a doubt, four Hall of Famers were beaten in this run. So say what you want about beating an eight seed, a seven seed, and a four seed, and another eight seed. But the Denver Nuggets dominated their way. Dominated the way. Darren, it's only easy. Darren, he's going to say these things. Darren, he's going to say that because... He deserves to say that. He's got his first one. He's got his cherry pop. Look, look at the, he look deserves at the, to say it. Now, Darren, as a... We were picked to lose against the Suns. We were picked to lose I mean, but, against the Timberwolves. Real people out there at Woj. Uh, I, I did. I picked, I picked it just because I never had faith in Denver. I did. We, I had people, uh, we had people saying that the Lakers figured us out after game one. and that we I didn't. Five. <laughs> I remember that. We had, pe- we had people saying that the Heat figures out at home court I didn't. after losing game two. <laughs> and so it's funny how these narratives change. Uh, all of a sudden, all I'm saying is the road to clubs. get to where you're it's, getting it's to. Funny. It's D- funny. Darren, how as a Golden State fan, how many rings have y'all won? How many rings have y'all won, Darren? It doesn't Darren? fucking matter. We won. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about something else. Darren, y'all got four, right? Does any one of those mean more to you than the other one? The first one is always the, the first two without KD mean more than the other two, don't they? Well, yeah, we only have we, we only got one without KD. Oh, one without KD, and then, and then you got, got your last KD. one without KD. Yeah, and then we got that one. So those ones do hit a little. Those bit mean more than the two you got with KD, right? I would say they feel I feel a little bit better. Yeah, of course you do because of the road it took yeah. to get there. That's the reason yeah. why I brought up Denver. He has nothing else to base it on because Denver finally got one. We can always look back at we, when we won when we won in our three peak. The one I'm going to love the most is not the first one. It's the one when we came back and beat Portland with the alley oop to shot. Kobe, that's going to be my favorite one because of the road it took to get to that moment. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason why I brought the road. You know what I mean? So is Denver winning the championship good for the NBA, Darren? I think it's good for the NBA because I, I think it's good when you have smaller markets like this go because it pushes the bigger markets to even get a little a bit even more fired up. But even you think about Denver, <laughs> I, you know, a lot of people forgot that Kroenke was the owner of the Nuggets. You know, they, they never Yo, that's him true. The, uh, <laughs> nobody ever associated They always think he's a, you know, because the Nuggets you think of as kind of a cheap franchise in the past, right? I don't know how long he's taken over. I don't know long how he's been how long he's been the owner there, Nico. But that's what I've always associated like yeah, so I've always associated them with a team that hasn't paid people. And so it was funny to see him up there holding the trophy as well. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think Denver is in a really good position going forward. I mean, I ripped on him a little bit, but, man, they, they 
Is the league happy they won? Is the league happy they won? Can we answer the question? The league is happy they win because they have they have the best player in the league that won a championship, and he's an international player at, at the best. So I think I think it's really good for the game. And I like it a little bit because, I don't know about you, I notice that American players get a little pissed off at things like this. I didn't really think about it till this year. But you've seen it with Gilbert Arenas, <laughs> make some stupid comments and some other guys out there about that. And I think it's kind of funny when you hear uh, these guys kind of be like, well, these international guys, like, if we got this, we went to got this. I don't know. Like, there is this kind of thing where I'm like, well, maybe these guys will get a little juiced up. I'll like it a little bit. I, I like it. I want to see that a little bit. So I, I like it, too. Idea. And the international players are really taking over. We saw Giannis do his thing. Luca's out here doing it. The Joker just did it. And now with our with the NBA draft tomorrow, the number one pick's going to be overseas also. You know what I mean? I think it's great I, for the NBA. I, I thought about it, I think but it's I great. how many top ten players would be international, Terrell. If I it, did it, like, I, I can't tell that already. But you just named four out of ten right there. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy to even think about it. And I'm sorry that we're on Zoom. Everybody that's going to be watching this on Zoom. I'm cheap. I ain't got the upgrade, so it's going to cut off in 10 minutes, so I'm going to have to redo it again, and y'all going to have to jump back on because we have a lot to talk about. Can y'all do that? Yeah. Yeah. All right, back. And Nico's like, man, what's this fucking uh, shit? Nico, don't look at me like that, yo. <laughs> I have my two cents on it's good for the league. I wonder, from, from my perspective. I we know you think it's good for the league. We know you think it's good for the league. You don't, don't think it's good for the I league? Really oh, go no, ahead. Tell me why. Tell me why. I'll, 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 I'll give it. I'll give it because my rant's going to be longer than a minute here. So I'll, I'll, <laughs> give, I'll give it the break. The TV timeout. I'll give it the TV timeout. I think it's going to be good for the league. The NBA probably thinks it's good for the league because they don't want these super teams. They don't want these crybabies asking to get out of their contracts and join different things. And they don't want all that. They don't want all that. They like seeing team basketball parity. They like parity because we could talk about which we will talk about whole bunch of different teams that could win next year because it's not super teams. So I think the NBA enjoys that. And if you look at other sports, you know, you look at football, the Chiefs, they keep winning. You give away your best player. You give away your best wide receiver who's beating up people everywhere else again, which we'll talk about on another show, and they keep winning. Look at hockey. Vegas, they were a team that came out of nowhere picking up scraps of players. And then they win. After all that shit I got, you're ta- last last time I came on, talking about the Avs, and you and you now you're talking about hockey. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about man, crazy. Hey, hey man, I'm versatile, baby. Don't don't let the smooth face <laughs> fool you, baby. I'm versatile. You know what I mean? But I'm just man, looking at you know, you know these, these I, I didn't realize, other teams. I didn't, I didn't realize I had. I didn't realize I had seven minutes, so I'll go on my rant now. All right, let so me get it. It's bad for the league. Let it's me get it. It's bad for league. If we are the Denver Nuggets, are bad for league because they they don't have a fucking mind. And, and they they have to actually have people that work hard like JJ Redick and company uh, actually talking about the game because the Kendrick Perkins of the world yo, yo Nico let's go have to find their fucking old niche by by sucking LeBron off to find a story so now they actually have to find something to talk about so as far as ESPN and and look I love the TNT guys so I don't give them any hate because they're very very good at what they cover because they're former players they actually did something in the league as opposed to Richard Jefferson Kendrick Perkins and company <laughs> that have done nothing. So, yeah, they hate it. They hate it. Yes! As far as Adam Silver does, yeah, he loves it. It's the, fir- like I said, it's the first time since 1979 that a team not from California, not from Texas, has won the NBA championship but out of the West. Well, about time West. y'all did some shit then. But I love Nico. I love it. JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick. 
It is it is changing the, the landscape of the league. I, I I will second this with what the Bucks did with what Toronto did because look, those are three more. The Denver, Milwaukee, and Toronto. Yes, is a big Canada market, but it's not a basketball market. Are three markets that are are are, are not not look are not markets that people are saying we got to go to. We got to go to as free agents. You look at what the NFL has done with their lower smaller cities. Kansas City's not a big city, but it's the best football team in the world. Plain and simple. And the NFL knows how to market them better than anyone else. Yes, they Why do. Why can't the NBA do it? Why can't they market them? NBA the does. Do? NBA does. Baseball they just don't, don't do shit. And players they are going to want to play with Jokic, man. Like, you're going to get those. Now that you have the best players, I agree. Pros, you're going to get these guys that come to your team that you're like, what? I didn't, when I you got a player that's so selfless. Have, when he when when you got the best player in the league who two – Two-time MVP, Finals MVP, and he says Jamal Murray's the best player on the team. Who wouldn't want to play with this dude? Exactly. Who wouldn't want to? Play? I'm getting a triple double, but he's the best player. <laughs> I mean, come yeah, on, there, bro. There, there's stars out there that are shipping their guys off for for whatever they can get. <laughs> LeBron, cough, cough, giving up KCP for Russell Westbrook. Cough, cough, giving up uh, the likes of Chris Paul, who I hate. And a lot of other great role players. Who's going to be on Darius' team? We'll talk about that. Maybe Cam Johnson, Mikhail Bridges, guys who went through the thick and thin for you to try to win it, buy a championship, and get Kevin Durant. Like there, there are a lot of teams out there that are just trying to buy it. Well, That's since you said, so Nico, later. since you said that we got five minutes left, since you said that we're going, we're going to segue right to that. The Suns, which we just saw after they couldn't do it, even though. People picked them when Kevin Durant went there to beat you guys, and you destroyed them and well, mocked you know, them. And mocked them. The title favorites. The they're Suns' big favorites. three now with Beal, Booker, and Durant. Tell me, Darren, is it going to be the Heatles of Miami, or is it going to be either team in Brooklyn when they had KD, Paul Pearson on them, or the other one with Kyrie? Which way do you think the Suns' gonna, version is going to play out? The Heatles or the Nets? Definitely not the Heatles. I don't like the I don't like the move for Phoenix. I don't think it's I I, I definitely don't understand it from the Wizards standpoint. I'm gonna say that right, right away just to get them out of the way. That's I don't I don't even get that. I mean Phoenix got a good deal, right? Like they didn't give up much to get them. It's the money. But the paying. way with the but with the salary cap coming in, I'm not a big I like Beal, but I'm not like, oh, he takes you over the top now. And then when he plays with Booker and Durant, it's like it doesn't really take the pressure off Durant. Like he still has to make him and Booker are still going to be the playmakers. Unless Beal really changes my thought process on that. I know he had his great run in 2017 to be in that series against Boston, but for for Phoenix to go all in and then your bench is just going to be questionable out of your mind. You saw Denver abuse it. I, I just don't get it. I don't get it either. You agree, Nico? From my standpoint, look, unless they move DeAndre Ayton, this team is not going to be a top three We're going to get to that. Yep. No, they got to trade him. We're going to get to and, that. Yep. And, and, and they can move him for, for some role players, possibly to Indiana, get Miles Turner. And no. Who, it, who it's always Indiana. Else. No. No. Indiana's going to keep peace in all this. Either way, there's a lot of teams that, that could want a guy like DeAndre Ayton. They have to move him. They don't move on from him. Then they're in trouble. If they move on from them, they're also in trouble. Like, like, like plain and simple. Like, you have to look. The, the Suns' main thing right now this offseason is you have to go see if you can go sign Torrey Craig, see if you can sign Terrence Ross, and that's going to be your bench. Yeah, that's going to be your bench. I will go on record, and you can count me down for this: that Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker won't play forty games or more together as a group. They will not play. More they won't than 40, play forty games. 40 games. 
They will hurt a lot. They are hurt a lot. A lot. All three. Bradley Beal missed a lot of time last year. Devin Booker obviously missed time. Kevin Durant was banged up all last year. Those three will not play together as a group. All three together on the court, same time, more than 40 games. I guarantee it. And and you're going to have to find other pieces to step up. You're saying this from and a team whose players, their best two and three player, been hurt the past three, four years all the time. And Murray got hurt this, this year in the playoffs. This is true. Like, like look. Hey, Dika, who is the white guy starting for the Suns? Who is that guy? Jock Landale. Jock Landale <laughs> deserves some respect, all right? Yo, Jock's all right. He, he should have started over fucking uh, DeAndre Aiden at some point in that Jack was up. They yeah. did start one game over <laughs> Yo, we got a minute and 40 seconds left. Sorry I'm cheap. And we doing Zoom because the producer couldn't get here. He had to do some family stuff, whatever. I appreciate these two guys jumping right back on after I put this on. Probably be about five, ten minutes. We got a lot to talk about because Miami might have a situation with a superstar that might come to their team. But now the team wants to keep him and maybe trade their pig and get... It's a lot of crazy stuff going on with Dame time. I can't wait to get to that. Then we're going to do doors for all the teams, contenders in the East, contenders in the West. Whether we think the doors close, open, or got a screen door on it with the things that are going on with free agency. All right, fellas? Just letting you know what's going to pop off here in a minute, all right? We know Nico took up half the damn show talking about how happy he was. But he deserves that. He deserves it, Nico. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. And I don't mind sharing the love with you, Nico, because you deserve it. I always remember my first time, too. And we done won how many? 20-some? I remember my first one, though. Relatives for Divers at 179 Part 1. We'll be right back, fellas. Right back. Same, same, same one. Pop back in, all right? All right, sounds good. Nico, I wish I could grow a mustache. I can't grow no fucking hair at all, dude. It's bullshit. Easy being crazy. Ah, I love it. See y'all in a minute, fellas. Yeah. Recording stop.